guys welcome back to batshit crazy podcast all about the bachelor we're super excited for this week we just started uh, bachelor season 25 with matt james um here with my co-host spencer pierce what's up? what's up and i'm kenley merritt and we're gonna get right into this episode with you guys um it was an exciting first episode and there are a lot of different things about this season um, you know, one being our lead, Matt James, he has never been, um, on, you know, reality TV before, and he's never been on any of the Bachelor franchise shows, so this has been, um, at least for me as a viewer, it was really refreshing to have Matt James as a new face, um, and for someone to be kind of going through it for the first time along with the rest of the contestants, so it was a great start, and we're excited to talk about it. That's a good, Yeah. We are we are excited. Um, I think it's a good point, but there were definitely people that uh, didn't like that he wasn't on definitely the, the franchise. Um, but at the same time, like it kind of saves him from expectations, if that makes sense. Totally. Because I uh, mean, like think back to Peter's season. Everyone loved Peter on Hannah B's season, but then when he you know, that whole shit show of a season, a waste of three months, thank you very much. Everyone was like, oh, like, this guy kind of sucks. Yeah. So well, it's I was like, excited it's for nice Peter, to too. Have, it's nice to have no expectations other than the promos. Um, but I don't know. There's there's some there's some things already that are seem to be more of the same from, from past seasons. We'll get into it, but... More so, like drama, stuff like that. Of course, yeah. This season definitely seems dramatic. I think we mentioned it last episode, but dramatically, Tasha's season wasn't super juicy in terms of like petty drama. And just with the promos of this season, it looks like it's going to be a good one. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm excited. And I think kind of circling back to like Matt being a new um, face for the franchise, um, at least for me, it was refreshing. Like it was almost like it was so cute how nervous he was like. Of course, all leads are usually nervous on night one, but like it was just so genuine. Well, he was like, I don't know what to do. Well, no, exactly. In the it was almost as if he has never even watched the show before. I know, I know. It was so funny. Which which was like, but okay, so he he, right before they show up, which the editing didn't really make sense because it was like the girls' limos pulled up, and there was one limo. I think that was just like a promo thing, which we'll get into. But but the limo pulls up, and he's like, Chris, can we go inside and talk? Yeah, well, the girl sitting out there for yeah, half an hour? It was that, weird. That whole talk seemed very... Produced. Like, they definitely told him to be like, Ooh, I'm new to this show. Can you walk me through how this works? Yeah, totally, totally. I think also, too, um, you know, if you're watching uh, the show and if you're a fan of The Bachelor, you know that Matt is the first black Bachelor that's ever that the franchise has ever had, which is awesome. And he is just such a great guy, and I'm really excited to see this season. Um, but yeah, I think that was kind of, that was mentioned in the Chris Harrison conversation in the beginning that seemed super produced. Like he was like, all right, like, can we go inside? Like, haha, I don't know what's going on. So it seemed very, very planned. And, uh, um, I appreciated it though. And then they did talk about, you know, him being the first black bachelor, him never being on the show before. He, he kind of just needed like a, um, you know, what's this night going to look like as if he hadn't already gotten it. (laughs) Like. 
like th- through his prep because right. when you're the bachelor you go through like it's not, yeah it's not like he just showed up and they're like all right let's do it and he's yeah like, What's yeah happening? yeah, like, yeah. you get prepped for these type of things people yeah um but so far i'm really loving matt i think that he is super um genuine he seems to kind of just like take on this experience with like open arms and i'm it's another thing for me that was really nice to watch was how genuinely nervous he was and just coming from a different yeah. perspective because yeah peter was nervous everyone's nervous night one like i get it but he was nervous in a different way of like i've never experienced this before mm-hmm. i don't know what it's like to be on the other side which is super common for other um for other uh you know leads that were uh, you know previous contestants so and in addition i thought it was really nice and kind of brought this like I don't know, innocence to it that, yeah, it was like wholesome and innocent that like, they were kind of all in it together. Like the, the contestants had never done this before. He had never done this before. And which we're going to get into a little bit later, like it's in a completely different setting. We're not at the mansion. We're in Pennsylvania. It's totally new. We're, it's COVID. And then supposedly they're bringing on like more girls this season. So it just seems to be very new for everyone involved. And honestly, as a viewer who has watched so many of the same seasons, not the same, every season's different. And there are, you know, staples that as a viewer, you love to watch, but it's, it is, it's, it's refreshing to get something just different and uh, a new perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, and how about that mansion? It was so bougie. Literally, my friend just texted me right now before we started this, and she was like, Kenley, I just watched. I'm starting to watch it, and, like, they really went all out. Like, it's so bougie. Like It is, I mean, it is Pennsylvania, though. (laughs) What? (laughs) Like, if that, that, all right, if that mansion was in California, it's probably, like, millions and millions of dollars more than what that one probably is. Just because it's in Pennsylvania doesn't mean it's not millions and millions of dollars. It looked very No, bougie. I'm not saying it's not millions and millions of dollars. I'm saying if it was in California, it would be millions and millions of dollars more than it is. You think? Yes, 100%. Do you see the size of that thing, though? It was yeah, huge. I know, but what I'm trying to say is that if you're in another place, think about where we live, right? That would be billions of dollars, but it's in <laughs> Pennsylvania. It's like if you move to Texas. Everything's cheap in Texas. I think. No, it's not. I don't know. I've never no, been there. No, it's not. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, you know, that aside, I think the mansion's beautiful. And, I, did, uh, I think it is, too. They really stepped it up from La Quinta. But, uh... Was, I mean, there were a lot wasn't of much there could, they could do there. Right. There were a lot of memes about that on, on Twitter after the show. I mean, that mansion was huge. Justice for Ivan getting put in the trailer. Yeah. Like, the fact that... Tough. I mean, their budget must be huge. I don't know, but it was Well, they it was probably awesome. saved a lot of money from that season. Think about it. Yeah, but they're also spending more on, like, COVID tests, True. quarantine. True. And also, I another thing, um, we got a little um, sneak peek in this episode of, like, what the girls were doing during quarantine, which was kind of similar to what we got for Claire slash Tasha's season because, you know, it's I like, oh. That. Yeah, it was cute. It was Because um, that was more of, like, an introduction than, like, for example... The, um, Alicia was her name? The the ballerina? I don't remember her name. I think it was Alicia. Oh yeah. my gosh, she got night one. Sheesh. I know, she's night anyway, one girl, love you. But like, we wouldn't have known really who she was. Like, if she came out of the limo and just started dancing, we would have been like, um, Well, in a normal season, we get like, their hometown, like they come to their house and they like do a little, Hi, I'm Hannah G. Yeah, Hi, yeah, I'm yeah. Hannah B. Hi, I'm Anna Ann. Like, you know what I mean? Hi, like, I'm Hannah L. Uh, yeah, literally. 
Huh? That was a good one. <laughs> okay. There's no Hannah L. Um, that, I know, that was, that was okay. 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 Um, But, anywho. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, we're arguing and it's being recorded. Wonderful. Woo! Um, so, yeah, so they usually do that at the hometown, but we got to see a little bit of the girls in their, um, uh, in their hotel rooms, which I thought was really funny. But going back to the whole budgeting thing, they must have, I mean, the girls had their own rooms. Usually yes. they, in that situation, well, they would they, have... They were in quarantine. Well, I know, but usually in that situation, that's, that's an extra cost right there. Yes. Like having the girls in quarantine, having them each have their own room. That's another thing. I'm so curious yeah, but you because can't share a room in quarantine. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, you know, that's an extra expense. Gotcha, gotcha. And that's another thing for my bachelor fans out there. It's like, where are they sleeping? I, like, I, like I, I'm so interested because we're so familiar with the bachelor mansion. We know they all stay in bunk beds. We know the rooms are crowded. Like we every season we get like a little, like little sneak peek into like where they're living and stuff, and it's very crowded and stuff. And I really want to know. If these girls have their own rooms, if they're sleeping Eventually in the Eventually they'll show something. I know. I'm like, I'm like dying to know. But, you know. It's like. All in good fun. Still a, still a little bit of a mystery-ish on regular seasons. Like, it they is. don't go into their rooms, really. I know, but like, sometimes they do. And it's yeah. funny. Or like when, I forget which season it was, but it was, um, one of the bachelors like went into their rooms and like woke them up in the morning and the girls were like sharing beds the rooms were super crowded like yeah. and all their their luggage was all over the place it's yeah. it's pretty crazy so um but yeah the mansion mansion was nice and that red carpet really bougie mm-hmm. speaking of the red carpet mm. let's transition a little nice bit nice transition thank you i've been working on it <laughs> so uh the one of the best parts of the entire season honestly yeah is the limo walk ups the introductions all that jazz. So we highlighted some of our favorite slash not favorite ones. Notable, yeah. Yeah, notable, yeah, notable. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, we're yeah. going to start with Katie. Katie uh, shows up, and it was actually the very first thing anyone Clip saw. of the season. The, right, the entire season. No one sees anything. Um, it. We thought, it, I, I mean, personally, I thought it was like a production mistake almost or something that like... We were watching something halfway through. So she steps out the limo. She's like, what up? And then she holds something behind her back. And she said quarantine was pretty lonely. And she holds up, hopefully, a brand new out of the box and not a used one vibrator. And then... uh, the rest of the night, she's waving it around like a magic wand. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, it was. It was the prop of the night. It was definitely. It, I think it was named. It was eventually. named MJ, for Matt James. Totally. And that happened after the girl MJ. There was another contestant, contestant named MJ, MJ was in the room, and she said, "Please do not name it that." So, but it is name- now named MJ too. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Katie is, you know, forever really going to be known as the vibrator girl. Um, she made waves like, for sure. Like and, but Matt First clip it. of the season. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's why they put it there because it was so it's crazy. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. But it's like, I really hope it is new. Yeah, I bet it was new. I, ho- I, I bet it was so. new. I bet it was new. I, I bet it was so. cleaned. Um, but, but, uh, but Matt seemed to like it. It was memorable for it sure. It was definitely, and I... Just to quickly, you know, touch on that, like yeah, I watched, yeah, I watched a, an interview 
with Matt. You know, I always watch the interviews after the show. Roses and Rose. Shout out to Lauren Zima. She's amazing. I love your show. Um, but other interviews I watched. Um, no free plugs on this show. Yeah. <laughs> um, other interviews I watched, you know, we'll get into some of the other uh, ladies on the show. But Matt was talking about how even the ones that were like super cringy and weird, like it makes you memorable. And he appreciated that a lot. And so I think even with the whole vibrator thing. Um, I think that it was definitely out of the ordinary, but it caught Matt's attention, which really at the end of the day, like that's what we're trying to do here. Right. Whether it's, you know, by like a romantic spark or if you're going to bring a freaking um, vibrator, like, uh, what was the, what was the spaghetti? Oh yeah. One girl. It's just bad. Like we don't even know their names yet. I think her name's Alon. I don't know. And then there was also Goat Shoes Girl. Oh yeah. That was pretty funny. I didn't really mind that actually. I thought it was kind of funny, but it's just like really funny. It's kind of like Jay. From Claire slash Tasha, well Claire season because he didn't make it to Tasha, but it's kind of like Jay who came in the straight jacket. Oh yeah. And like everyone's in such a nice like suit, and they you know night one they take that picture of everyone like yeah. the bachelor slash bachelorette, and then all the contestants, and it was like, and it's like Cla- it's Claire, and everyone's in a suit, and then you just see Jay in the back like well, that was hugging like, himself in a straight what, jacket. It's so funny. What was um, was it Colton season that had the shark or the dolphin? Shark. What? Maybe it was Nick Vial season that had the dolphin. Like, some girl came in a dolphin suit. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it was, like, the shark from, like, the Super Bowl. No, I think it might have been Colton. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. She didn't make it very far. That's, like, but... the girl that threw the fish this episode. I don't even remember Don't that. remember. But, yeah, so that was super memorable. Another one that was memorable, obviously, we will, uh, you know, talk about her later, Queen Victoria. She was prefaced before the season. We all knew there was somebody, you know, we get the, you know, little Queen. headlines. We get the little headlines about the girls and it's like, what's your occupation? Oh, I'm a graphic designer. Oh, I work at a bank. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a photographer. Oh, I'm a queen. This girl's occupation was queen. And that was made clear. Adam. She's, she's DTMing. Yeah. Doing too much. Oh, I didn't know what that meant. Now you do. Now I do. You know. Um. So yeah, she was definitely memorable of the night. We'll get into that a little bit more. Yeah. Um. Kayla, I liked Kayla's. She North Carolina. was a North Carolina girl. She brought a truck. She pulled up in a truck. Stick shift, of course. Yeah, and it was cute because uh, Matt James is also originally from North Carolina, so I think that she used that really well, um, and I think that she used that to her advantage, and it was super cute. And then later, they had a little yeah. Yeah, later in the night, I think it was just it, because even after she pulled up, and then they talked and whatever, and then they went back to the car and saw the car. He even said, like, I feel like the tension is now yeah, lessened yeah. because well, of... there were there were definitely contestants that made him like loosen up. Totally. We we well, didn't... some of the more like that's that's what happens when you have you know some of the more extravagant limo walk ups because it's like oh my god this is so ridiculous we can both laugh about it instead of just being like I'm so scared to but, meet you. But at the same time, like we didn't really get into it, but some of the first ones limo walk-ups that we saw were really bland yeah and i feel like it's almost better to get those out of the way because like you don't want all right say the girl that threw the fish at him was the first one don't you think he'd be like a little weirded out maybe yeah like it was i feel like it was well they work those limo walk-ups with the producers they no they... No, no i'm sure yeah i know so but they I'm... probably have a certain but order. like brie was the first one to get out and she got out and she was like i can't wait to do this journey with you i'm gonna go walk into the house now bye and it yeah. was like, ooh, that's kind of awkward, but it was also, like, necessary, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I don't know. Some of them were a little bland this season, and it, yeah, it like, it, it just, it just adds contrast to some of the more crazy ones. 
Um, you want to take this next one away? Because I, my eyes were covered this whole time. Oh, yeah. So, obviously, I've mentioned that Spencer and I do watch The Bachelor slash Bachelorette together. Um, our girl Kaylee. Right, Kaylee? Our girl. I like her. Whose girl? Uh, my, I didn't even the, see her. I don't okay. know what she looks like. <laughs> well, Kaylee is a Chicago hostess, I remember. And she came up um, to Matt wearing her lingerie and a robe and she was holding like a dress rack with two dresses on them saying like which dress do you want me to wear and I thought it was super creative but as you know mentioned before my hands were covering Spencer's eyes um they were they were nothing that he needs to see uh with you know his girlfriend right next to him (laughs) um yeah so but I thought I thought that was creative um and it was you know I think it Going back to that point, definitely like loosened up Matt and it was, it was just funny and whatever. Definitely ballsy, but... The other girls did not like that. They did not. That's true. Similarly to how they did not like the vibrator, I don't think. No. But, um, and then I would say this to me was another just... DTM? Not DTM, but I just think that it was like, damn girl, like, you're 20... I don't know. I don't want to make a judgment on her because... I don't know, but she's literally... It's episode one. She's literally one year older than me. She's from New York City. I think she's like a social media, like, connoisseur. And um, she pulled up, this girl Kit, pulled up in a Bentley. You sound like you're about to fight her. You're like, this girl Kit. No, I'm She's one year older than me. No, well, I'm She's like some sort of social media mogul. No, I'm just saying, like... What does she have that I don't? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like... (laughs) I was like, damn, girl, like that? Because then she, like, later on, she became a little bit of a presence in the house. And I was like, damn, you're really taking this by the horns. But good she for her at the same time. Villain, I, think. I think she's going to be the villain of the season, her but we'll and, see. No, I think her and Victoria are going to butt heads. Yeah, I think Victoria's going to butt heads with pretty much everyone. But this yeah. girl, Kit, as we mentioned, pulled up in the Bentley. She's 21 years old. She's from New York City. Um, and she was like just bougie about it. She was like, well, she, well, she was like bougie and not was sorry. Like feathery and like a. Well, he was like, okay. Here's she what, definitely here's what distinguished out. herself with the Bentley, and as I kind of mentioned last season, like in terms of like the this season being non-conventional, like this girl pulled up in a short dress. That and, is not and usually this is what, what happens. Stands out to me was I think she said, um, "I hope to see you inside" or something along the lines, and and Matt said. Like, that won't be a problem, or, like, yeah. you're not hard to find or something, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, even if she just came and just was like, hey, like, no no prop, no nothing, seems, and with that dress, I think he would have been like, all right, like, I'll find you. Yeah. But did they even... Did they talk? I don't even know if... Well, yes, they did. I'll get to that in a second. They talked for, like, two seconds, and then Victoria. Oh, right. Um, But, yeah, so I think that for she definitely seems time. like a presence in, her, in the house, and she just... I don't know. She kind of... I don't know. I don't want to make a judgment. Yeah, don't. Like, I'll, we'll just have to see what happens in the the, the next, you know, coming the episodes. Coming episodes. But but we'll see. She just seems a little like, I don't know. She seems very confident, which is not always a bad thing. So we'll we'll see. Um, but you know, I think overall those were our top limo kind of most notable walk ups. Go. I, I I did like Go Shoe Girl. Yeah, she was good. And um. Uh, what other ones off the top of my head? The spaghetti are... one. Let it be known. Some girl did like the the lady in the tramp. lady in the tramp spaghetti thing where you kiss at the end. Let it be known that that was not the first kiss of the season. No, it was not. not. It was not. It did not count. That was not the first kiss of the season. Don't you worry. I hate, 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 hate <laughs> when people kiss 
them at the limo walk up. I know that she probably was not like, I know she probably had good intentions. I know she probably didn't mean like anything, but I just think that it's really, I really don't like it when people kiss them at the limo walk ups. It's just kind of like, haha, I'm going to one up all the other girls and I just don't yeah, like it. Yeah, and get yourself sent home immediately. The only other thing no, I. No, she stayed. No, I, I know, but like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a good look. Yeah. The only other one I can think of very briefly is, um, oh my God, what's her name? Serena? Could not the even one that tell says you. he's daddy. Oh yeah, later. What's in the her season? name? Something. Serena. Something with an S. Selena. Maybe. Something like that. I don't but know. she tripped. Conspiracy theory. I think she falls on purpose. Interesting. Anyway, anywhom. Anywhom. So those are our favorite limo walkups. Are just you know the ones that are most notable. Um, but moving on, just some like highlights of the night. Um, it was a, a great night. It was a great night. It was new. It great was fresh. It's like we were there. Yeah, it was basically like we were there. Right. Um, but it was it was good. And um, for me, something I wanted to talk about was the prayer that Matt James opened up with. Um, I kind of had mixed feelings about struck it. An, I, I, it struck a nerve with with a lot of the girls. Not not like a bad nerve. Yeah, yeah, Is yeah. Is that the saying? Struck a nerve? I don't know. Something like that. It, it definitely... Struck a chord. It struck a chord. Whatever. Something like that. Anywho. I don't know. He's um, a musician. The, the, the prayer that Matt James opened up with, he mentioned that he was religious. And I think that it was kind of... In my opinion, um, I don't know. I appreciated it at the, because he is like his faith is really important to him, and I think that it was, um, you know, it was really nice, and I think that it was a nice way for kind of everyone to get together. But at the same time, um, I think it can be difficult to be like, I want to pray over you guys. I want to share style. share a prayer with you. I know that that's not, you know, ill-intentioned. I just think that it can kind of come off that way of like, I don't know. I just think that maybe there were women in the room that aren't religious. Maybe there's people in that room that, you know, aren't, they don't practice the Christian or Catholic faith that maybe Matt does. And um, I thought that that was just, I thought it was nice, but it was also, I put a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth just because I was like, I don't know how comfortable I would have felt. I'm not... I don't really like, I'm not super religious. So I think that I'm pretty good with the flow. And if I were there, I probably would have just gone with it. But I don't know. There are some people that take their religion really seriously and, you know, maybe didn't feel comfortable in that moment. Um, I, I don't think it was ill-intentioned. I just think that it was like, it was, I definitely had mixed feelings about it. But overall, I found it to be kind of just like a uniting experience. Um, but I can't speak for it because I wasn't one, not one of the contestants. Um, but it was definitely something new because usually what happens is the bachelor comes in and he makes a big speech and he toasts to everyone. Um, but that was not the case this time. Um, what about you? I like to I didn't care. <laughs> what about any other highlights of the night for you? Oh, oh, I don't know. Not that. Um, hmm. I think, uh, not, not to skip around and kind of to, um go to a new topic or anything but there are very obvious um uh, i mean i'm look we're looking at our notes right now and it says producer and drama rose uh it's so obvious when they do this i think there's a certain point where so like hannah b and, and luke p i don't think those were producer roses mm, yeah no i don't think so but um like alaya from Peter season? Yeah. 100%. Um, I don't know what... I mean, I mean I'm not... 
you know, I'm not even going to say the sentence I was going to say because it's, it was pretty mean towards Victoria, but let's just say I don't think that her and Matt really have a real connection. Mm-hmm. And, you know, without drama, there's probably not going to be a lot of, there's not going to be ratings. Um, that was something that stood out to me. I mean, very clear she, that it was from the producer. She went to talk to Matt and then she came back and immediately was talking to someone else. Uh, I don't know what which girl it was, but she was like, I think I should go see Matt. Like, do you think I should do that? I kind of want to do that. I think I'm going to go do that. Yeah. And then she went to see him again, and it was when... Um, Kit was there. Kit, Kit had pulled him aside. I think they were doing... I don't even know what they were doing, but it was the second time that Victoria had, had gone to see Matt, and it definitely caused a little bit of drama because... Um, because then, kind of going back to what I mentioned about Kit before, is that she kind of... I don't know. I think that she, um, I don't know. I, there was like a little bit of like girl petty catfight drama when there was a little, there was a scene where like Victoria was with Kit and like three other girls and Victoria was like very just like, should I go see Matt? I want to go see him again. Mm -hmm. Have you seen him? Like maybe you should go like just encouraging other girls. Yeah. And it was kind of just like. And it was right in Kit's face where it was like, oh, yeah, like, I've seen him twice already. But, like, the, tw- yeah. the time that she saw him twice was when she interrupted Kit, you know, whatever. And um, and so, yeah, I think that Victoria at this point is definitely deemed as, like, the drama girl right now. And so in regard to, like, why she stayed, we're thinking that it was, like, a producer slash, like, drama rose. Um, but uh, Matt said that it wasn't, but who knows? I don't know, whatever. I want to just quickly highlight... Um... This girl, Mari, mm-hmm. because I think she was the victim to Victoria's first interruption. No, I think it... No, it was... Who interrupted? She was the one who got tapped on the shoulder. Oh, you're right. You're right. She and... and so another interruption that happened this, this Yeah, episode. was uh, Katie, and she was having... That was like a deep conversation. Like no, they were, Mari was having a deep conversation I know, I know. That's Matt. what I'm saying. They were having a deep conversation. Like, they were getting into it, and then... What do you know? Gets bonked on the shoulder by, once again, hopefully a brand new vibrator. And then she goes around the house and tells everyone that it happened. Yeah, it was it was awkward. And it just was so, like, I don't know. It, it feels weird because obviously when a girl is, like, going to interrupt someone, like, someone's conversation, they don't know what stage of the conversation you're in. Yeah. So it's not like she knew, but... It's also not out of this world that a pre- someone was in her ear saying, yeah. go, go now, go now. Like, yeah. do it. Obviously, I they don't, don't have, she like, a... She seems kind of like the type. I know, but how would she have known that they were talking about something serious? Of course, on now, I can't remember what they were talking about, I but... think she talked about how she's from Puerto Rico and, like, the... the... Oh, the hurricanes yeah. and earthquakes and yeah. just, yeah. And, yeah, and it, was, it was definitely a deep conversation, and then it was interrupted by the vibrator, which was also just another highlight of the night, um... It was a little cray-cray, but, you know, whatever. Definitely cray-cray. Um, another highlight for me, which I kind of briefly touched on, and I'll make this quick, uh, the Chris Harrison conversation in the beginning. It was just so produced, and it was, as a viewer, honestly comical. Um, I was just like, Chris Harrison really killed it this episode. It's just like, watching him, you feel so at home. I don't care if we're in Pennsylvania. I don't care if we're in La Quinta. I don't care if we're in Paradise at the mansion. Like, he always 
makes it feel like The Bachelor. And it was just a funny conversation. It was like, a, they, it was like a fireside chat. It was, yeah, it was I like said. a fireside chat. It was just so funny to me. And, uh, and yeah, so I thought that that was just another funny moment. Um, but one of the most important moments of night one is the first impression rose, um, which mm-hmm. we saw obviously this, this episode and Matt, we did. Yeah, we did. Do um, we think we see another one next time no. those girls come? Why? When there's five new girls, do you think they're no, going to, did think they'll Taysha get... get one? Oh, well Taysha she got did, one because she, Taysha oh, didn't she even, didn't? no, no did Taysha, Taysha give it to Spencer or something? She did, but then she didn't have a rose ceremony after. Oh, so yeah, weird. but she still gave one out, but it's also because she was new. new. So I, I don't know if we're going to get a new first impression rose with when the new girls come in, because supposedly we have, we have more um, contestants coming in throughout the season, including Heather Martin, who was on Colton Underwood's season of The Bachelor. I don't... Yeah. I'm not seeing that <laughs> even being anything. Um, but yeah, so the first impression rose. Um, fan favorite at this point goes to Abigail. She, I think, is the first deaf contestant that's ever been on the show um i would assume i i think she has i don't want to like don't quote me on that she's deaf in one ear she made that clear to matt when she uh first walked in um or out of the limo and it was it was really heartfelt and it was honestly refreshing again like we're getting racial diversity diversity and now we're getting you know you know disability and uh you know ability diversity as well with it's it's just it's great. I, it's really just like a heartwarming feeling, and it's I'm glad that more people are being represented on the show. Um, it was also like very clearly not um, like a pity rose. If no, that makes sense. oh my god, no! Like you could very they had chemistry. Right, right. They had chemistry. It was awesome. So they like went into this other room and had a great conversation. They started talking about you know her loss of hearing and her hearing impairment, and um, you know her sister and her life at home. And I think Matt just really felt connected to her and, um, and, you know, kind of going back to what we talked about him being new, like he, that was the first impression Rose he'd ever like encountered, right. whether it, you know, most contestants have it on their own season. It was a funny clip. Like Chris came in, put it down and then you see Matt come in, grab it and he, and they're like following him through all these different hallways. And then he goes right back to yeah. the Abigail. It yeah. was so cute. And the interview we watched this morning, she was like... I thought I messed that entire thing up and he just kind of like got up and walked away. It was so cute. It was so yeah. cute. And that's and that's what I loved about it cuz sometimes it'll be like later in the night, but they were having their conversation and then you know, he felt the way he did. He got up, got the rose and gave it right to her. It was yeah. super I I loved it. It was so awesome and Abigail is definitely now a fan favorite. She's like cute as can be. She seems so nice um and I think people really love her and I'm really hoping that she goes far. I think she will. I, yeah. Oh, I see what you're doing here. A little transition to our next talking point. Um, so our final four prediction. This is like a little fan favorite thing to do on night one. Jimmy Kimmel does it. I think he does the final three now. I don't know. I don't know. But um, actually, I think our picks are super similar to his. Um, who cares? Who cares? Um, but. We are going to do final four predictions. Um, Spencer originally wanted to do two separate final four predictions. Like, I would have one prediction, he would have one. Well, it, we have the same one anyway, so now it doesn't matter. But that would have... I mean, we don't have to have the same the same picks for everything. Yeah. All right, but we do. We do. Nevertheless. So, 
we went ahead and did our final four uh, picks for, you know, the finale. And as of right now, based off of what we saw this episode, we think that our final four is going to be Brie. She was the first one out of the limo. Super cute green dress. Um, and she had a great conversation with Matt later in the night. Um, and so we're thinking that she's going to be one of the final four. Then we, as we mentioned, we have Abigail. First impression Rose usually goes pretty far. And she's just, like we mentioned, just so cute. She seems super genuine about being there. And we're excited to see her the rest of the season. Um, We also think that Rachel from Georgia is going to be in the final four. I think she may even win. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I think she's 24 or 23. So she's she's on the younger side. Matt's, I think, almost 30. And um, she seemed really nice. um, And her and Matt had a nice conversation. Um, and she, she actually mentioned that she was like, yeah, I kind of didn't, wasn't really sure if I was going to come on the show. Um, but I'm just here now and I'm, I'm going to see if this works. And I honestly, sometimes I feel like that's kind of like the best attitude to have about it. Just to be yeah, like, cause it, like, it, it can be, uh, tricky. Like if you apply to be on it with, I mean, do they do that? If you apply and you don't know who's on it, is that a thing? You can apply, you can be nominated, you can be scouted, like, it's the whole thing, but I think, so maybe, like, her friend, you yeah. know, sent an application or something, but she seemed unsure about it, but, um, but she, again, kind of similarly to Matt, she seems to just take the experience for what it is, and I'm excited to see her. They seem to have, like, a nice connection to start. I thought she was maybe gonna get the first impression rose, but then she didn't. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm excited to see her. And then for our final pick of the final four... Well, odd. We don't even know her name. We don't even know her name. I'm sure we can find it. I'm sure we can find it. But she's Mystery New Girl. Mystery New Girl. We have seen her in a lot of the upcoming promo clips. A lot of, um, like, diff- a lot of different clips. Yeah, one like many- One is of her crying. One is of her with the girls. One is of her coming. One is of her kissing Matt. One is, I mean- yeah. She seems to be all over the place, which maybe is misleading to us. Yeah, it could. Be. So who knows? I just think that um, there's just a lot of clips of her in the promo. So I think that she's going to be important um, in some way. So we were thinking that maybe she could be in the final four. But um, so those are our picks right now. Um, I guess we'll see what the future holds, but it looks like a good one. And we're excited to see the rest of the season. Quite exciting. And... Just as every episode of The Bachelor ends with a rose ceremony. Not we, every. That's true. When there's not a rose it's, ceremony, it's it, annoying. Is, it is painful to watch because I need closure every episode. There's literally nothing worse than when it's like, to be continued next week on The Bachelor. I'm like, no, give me... I, I love when there's a rose ceremony. It just helps me kind of move towards next week. Um, So let me rephrase that. Most of the time, there's a rose ceremony at the end of every episode of The Bachelor. Um, but every time at the end of our episodes, we're going to be doing our own rose ceremony. Um, Spencer and I are going to give out our own roses um, to someone, something that happened this episode that we think is rose-worthy. So you want to go first? I'll go first, sure. My, I have two roses, but like, I, I don't have an explanation for it. I just... They are my two favorites from the jump, from the start, if you will. My first rose goes to Chelsea. Uh, I don't know. She just 
was like always smiling. She looks very nice. I, did she have a bio before? Her dress was killer. She's a she's, she's a model. really tall. Yeah. Matt James is six five, and she was like. But she also was probably wearing heels. But she looked like she was about like six two. She's heels, a model. Maybe. She's a model, so she's probably tall. But she's I, in... I just, oh, sorry, I'm gonna cut. You no, off. you're good. You're. I just liked her, her attitude. Um, I see her as someone that kind of like stays out of the drama, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my second rose goes to Maggie. I think that's her name, right? M A G I. She's from Ethiopia. Um, she seems super sweet, not only in her little bio identification thing in the beginning of the show but also to matt she was like i came all the way here um a little alarming that that is the last time i saw her because in no promo nothing there is not a single even glimpse of her in the background Mm -hmm. she Um, was so nice though i know she was very very nice i just liked um the way that these two carried themselves they seemed like if you knew them in real life they'd be very nice people um and for that reason that's that's about it yeah those i'd are... give mine to ed too oh my god um for my rose i'm gonna give it out to the producers that had to hold up queen victoria as we had mentioned she came <laughs> in on a throne and uh shout out to the producers that had to carry her in that was just so extravagant and just a lot so shout out to those guys you know you're awesome um and i would like to give you my rose for this episode I think but that, i think that about about does it yeah good one quick swift yeah Lots we're gonna, we're gonna try there. to keep our episodes a little bit uh shorter just to be you know more concise and easy for you guys to listen to but that's a wrap on episode number two of bad shit crazy we hope you guys enjoyed and we're excited for next week can't wait to see you then